And uh, well, by gum, there is the music, and that means it's time again. Another episode of BBQ and A with Gary Park, pitmaster of G Slow Smoke Barbecue, putting Florida barbecue on the map. Good morning, brother. Hey, good morning, Steve. Good to see you, my man. This is this is a heck of an experiment because we're not only doing the podcast, but we've also got Facebook Live going right on uh, on the uh, G's Barbecue Facebook page. So I don't know what those poor people are suffering through, but yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this is a bit of an audio treat for you guys. Now, when we were hanging out uh, last time around, we were talking about how important it is to have a list of stuff right to have ready when you're ready to start your career as a backyard barbecuer right now every and, and everybody's going well what could you possibly need well you know what what could a carpenter possibly need when he's right. framing a house right there's a lot what can a mechanic possibly a lot you need tools and equipment and the last place to find out that you need them is when you got something cooking on a smoker and you need to go run out and buy the stuff right you know um I'm assuming, you know, as far as accessories and things that you need, whether you're smoke cooking or grilling or whatever, you know, it's all goes hand in hand, obviously. But, um, you know, I'm assuming that we already got the uh, cooker. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's, you know? that's that's a heck of an assumption. But you know what? We will spend time. Uh, there's other there's other podcasts that involve, you right. know, what's your best pick. But yeah. we will assume that you already have a cooker that you like. Right. That you've got mastery of. Yeah. And these are just things that you're going to find out on cook day, which is just like game day. Right. I mean, there's there's no difference in it. It's in, in the way that you know the way the way you prepare. Yeah. Is the way that you play. That's true. And and you know, there's really no particular order on these things that 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 we'll list off and kind of chat about because there's so many of them out there. Uh, anybody that gets on and Google's Amazon, no matter where you're buying it from, there's literally hundreds and, and thousands over over time that yeah. that you could you get, and everyone has their own preference and things and what they use and what they want to get. So right. So consider this um, G's BBQ and A top ten list of items that you want to have on hand for when you start getting serious. So you know, I mean, let's face it, you might be uh, you you might be cooking in the backyard right. and you've already had your B double E double R U N and there's no time for you to get behind the wheel of a car. So uh, let's work on the ten things that Well that was your priority. The number one was your beverage. Oh that's so all you gotta there. start there, right? That's that's like the foundation. <laughs> so so uh, let's go. What do we got at number one? Well, you know, for me personally, um, you know, obviously you got your cooker and everything, but but my personal preference, even in competition cooking, um, is 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 to have a the best you know thermometer that you can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, um, now I'm not talking about the side wood and pellets. If you got pellet smoke, obviously you got to have that. But as far as your accessories go, yeah, you know, in this particular case, um, you know, ThermaWorks makes a thermo pin, and you know, there's sixty nine dollars to a hundred bucks probably depending if you catch it on sale that's my number one for me right it is my thermal pen because it's an instant read mm-hmm. it's instant read um you can move it, it from one spot to yes. another spot in whatever it is you're cooking within seconds it will reset in seconds and give you the correct i mean right. spot on now too. now one reason it's so important in smoke cooking is that if you are cooking on a on your grill or your smoker you lift it up you want to keep your heat there as quick as possible. You're checking your temp. As soon as it checks within a second, pull it out, and you put new clothes and your lid back. Right. Because you'd be, you'd be surprised at how fast you lose heat. Yes. And sitting there gawking at it when it looks pretty, it's fun to take pictures for Facebook and everything. I mean, but, right. <laughs> uh, but other than that, you're, you're kind of defeating. It takes time yeah. for that temperature to come back to where it was cooking again. That's correct. That's correct. 
Um, the other thing, like I said, there's no particular order in it as far as you know, how important each one is. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially when you're handling uh, you know, things that are hot, you, you probably want to get some good gloves. Careful, son. <laughs> Careful. This is Facebook, and they will bounce us out of here, and they will never let us back in there. You if just you, had a good gloves, leather yeah, gloves. Well, you know what? It's always good to have good gloves when you're handling your meat. See, I said it so you can't get right, in trouble. Right. Just make sure. If you ever want to do this again on Facebook Live, don't bring that man with you. Steve's always got my back. So there we go. But those, I mean, yeah. if you want to hold those up for the yeah. for the Facebook Live yeah. crowd, yeah. those are some pretty heavy duty gloves. These are these are these are great for handling. You know, especially when you got to move your the if you got pots, you're using in pans and things like that. So, yeah. um, you know, now I'll tell you, I improvise a lot with them because I ain't gonna put them on every time. You can literally take a paper towel, fold it on each end, and it's a very well insulated <laughs> in a pinch. It'll yeah. get you by. But if you handle a lot of stuff, you're moving stuff around, right. checking hot areas, especially if you're cooking with an uh, you know, a uh, offset smoker and moving wood around, poking. You probably want to use some gloves because you will get burnt and burn some hair off your Yeah, it's your hot arm. in there. It's very hot. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. All right, we got gloves. We got a thermometer. Where else? Well, another thing... <clears throat> Especially you're cooking in the grill in the smoker and you don't want to have to open up all the time. Obviously, you got you an instant read thermometer. That's just for checking your temps in the meat. But you also want something that helps monitor the temperature in your cooker. Right. Temperature, and that's obviously a, 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 like a wireless thermometer as well. I think, you know, the, the, a lot of the pellet grills have them in it already. Mine has digital. Bi- mine has built in. Yes. Yeah. And it has two probes. So you can have one right. to do the, the temperature inside, but you can also use the other probe. Right. To check, kind of keep an eye on the meat so you don't have to be keep flipping exactly the lid open. Right. Yes. And you know, and those are some, a lot of them, they're pretty accurate. The ones that, I, the one I have with my, uh, with my GMG Legend, they're yeah. within a degree or two right. of what the, of what the, uh, the thermometer's If I remember there. right, I think it was just the ledge, wasn't it? Yeah. No you, ledge you end. Didn't, you didn't need the end on? Well, they apparently figured out, <laughs> you know what, that boy got a deal. We're not going to give him the other letters. So I said, all right. <laughs> Steve's always out. at a dead end. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> especially months ago. So we don't want, yeah, we don't want to rub this in. <laughs> Um, another thing, you know, uh, like I said, there's no there's no particular order for these as far as important is if you do have a, uh, especially if you have a charcoal grill or something to that effect, you probably want a good chimney starter mm-hmm. to start your charcoal with. Yeah. You know, a lot of the, the new ones now, especially your pellet smokers, obviously, you kind of just set a temperature, hit a button, and you kind of wait. It's shameful. And, you just yeah. plug you plug the thing in. You yeah. hit a little button. Fifteen minutes later, you're at one fifty, and you set can it set, get it. set yeah. what temperature you want, and yeah. it'll it'll stay real honest to it. It does. It does. It stays good. But you know, having a um, your charcoal chimney or fire starter is definitely something that you want. Uh, you know, personally, me, I don't like to use lighter fluid. Yeah. Especially if I'm competition cooking. Right. I know people that do, and it's okay. I think if you let it burn off, but I, I just ain't going to take that chance. It's hard to, to know when it's burnt it off. It is. It's got to be extremely hot. I know Myron Mixon, uh, he douses it with his, but he he cooks very, very hot. Yeah. 350, 400 He's, degrees. He, you know, it's funny in the world of barbecue because you got your low and slow guys, which I will count myself among. Right. And then there's Myron Mixon who yeah. wins these awards. Oh, yeah. And he's cooking at temperatures that we're going, man, that's stupid hot. Yeah. And, I'm kind and, of in between. I, I'm yeah. more of a low and slow guy, but... I still like to cook instead of 225. I even go over maybe 250. Yeah. Depending on when I'm cooking chicken a little bit harder than that, maybe 275 ish. I, I like to do low and slow because low and slow is how I go. <laughs> and then when the whiskey ain't working anymore, then I just, <laughs> here comes the lighter fluid. Right, 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 right. Um, 
other tools and accessories that you definitely want to use is probably is a, is a, is a, whether you use a fork. I don't like to puncture meat as a good set of tongs. Right. Something that you can move your meat around different areas of the of the uh, you know on the grate. Obviously, some is hotter, some is cooler. Yeah. So you know, a lot of times you don't you know if you don't use your gloves, you grab your tongs. Flipping chicken could be ribs. Everybody cooks a little bit different. So mm -hmm. that's another good tool, I think. And I would even say double up on the tongs because you don't right. know if you if you have a you know a brisket that's more than seven or eight pounds, grab on each, each end, end. That's right. And then you got control over it, and you can sure. flip it more easily. Sure, you can use and, and they do make big spatulas as well. Kind of goes hand to hand with right. that. You can kind of lift it up, move it around as well. Um, you know, so I think uh, between that and, and also, you know, if you're basting or brushing a lot, you obviously mm. want a good basting or brushing mop. Right. You know, with that. And they're two different things. Yes, they because are. Because the mop literally is like a little floor mop. Yeah. With kind of yeah. a long hair thing. That's right. But when, you ba when you're when you doing the base, you want to brush. Yes. And you want to get an even coat and you can use... Uh, They've got silicone. Those are the those ones. Those are really good. You yeah. know, they're, they're easier to clean as well, obviously. But, you know, when I cook a hog occasionally here i like to use the, the the mop right it's a small mop i know some people use giant mops depending on where <laughs> yeah. you know they're cooking over a big pit but and how many I, they're cooking right exactly right you just dip it in the bucket of your vinegar mop whatever you're using baste them and and you go watch, to town you watch those boys from north carolina yeah and they will literally use a five gallon bucket of the vinegar sauce and right. they'll use a mop like you might use on a floor right and and just go to town on it because there's it'll dry out fast yes if you don't keep it mopped and yes. that's one of the secrets too right Sometime on another episode, yeah. we need to talk about things, little different ways that while it's cooking, get it ready to cook, right. but then also keep it keep it moist while it's in there because yes. it's going to be in the smoker for a while. Yes, that's very important. And, and, and you're right. I, we won't get off on that tangent because right. there is a couple ways you can you can do that. Right. So another, another thing that's probably I, I list up there were most important with, with my thermometer is, is knives. I would... <sighs> And I throw yep. these two together. These two I will put together, even though they're kind of two separate. One one would be a, a boning knife, which I use for trimming. Right. And obviously, a, one, a slicing knife, which mm. are two different. Yep. One's for trimming, one for slicing, you know, whether it's brisket or cutting your ribs afterwards. But you definitely want to invest in two really nice, at least two good knives. Right. And you, you, know, and you recommended to me, and I haven't paid any attention to it yet. Yeah. You, you, can have, you can be the best teacher in the world, but when your student's an idiot, <laughs> kind, of, kind of an uphill fight. Right. But, uh, uh, an electric knife. Yes. You know, for, and, and okay, maybe you're not cooking at a competition every week, but right. you know what? It makes right. a real pretty plate. Yep. It makes nice, even slices Great of presentation. Brisket, yep. You know, and it's going to be, all you got to do is pop the blades out of it and stick the blades in the dishwasher. You're finished. You're That's done. your commitment. And it's, it's clean. And it, like you said, it really comes down whether you're, whether you're cooking at a competition or at home, presentation to me is big. And a big thing, too, is when you hear about trimming, you know, whatever you get, you're going to have to trim it. You're going to have to learn how to, you know, cut right. some. Because there's some there's some tough areas of fat on the average brisket. Oh, yeah. Yes. No matter where you get it from. A lot from. of the hard hard fat, and, and that can be a whole other, you know, program or episode as well. But um, since we're talking about the knives, the, the boning and trimming knives, you're mm -hmm. right. Any hard fat... On especially brisket, I trim off. It's got to go. Cut it off. Yeah, yeah. because it's yeah. not going to get you know where they they're, and they're right. Fat is flavor, but when it gets hard not like that, that, not that. It's yeah. it's There's almost a difference. It's almost contrary to right. how you're going to cook. It's a little bit different. So um, another thing, obviously, on the knife side, you got to have your cutting board or a butcher block, yep. whatever you prefer. Yeah, you know. But you know, I like. Uh, there again, competition cooking, you know, make nice disposable ones. Mm -hmm. So if you are working outside and you just want to use them, buy you, 
I think you can obviously order them online. Probably some of your local uh, shops carry them. Right. But, you know, you, obviously you can buy the, the normal one. I think, you know, almost any store carries those as far as Walmart and things like that. Order you a nice one, wash it and clean it, but you definitely got to have something to cut your meat on. Yeah. Uh, now, one thing, the one thing it is for sure, you, I'm not saying there used to be mom-and-pop barbecue stores up and down the road everywhere, but there's darn few places right. that where you can walk in, you can pick what you want, buy it, and get accessories yeah. and seasonings and sauces and rubs and everything like that in one-stop shop. Right. So, right. I mean, that's going to be tough to find no matter where you are. They are tough to find. Um, there are a few, you know, some on the north side, you know, Green Coast Springs has got one. And there again, that's a, that can be another episode as well as right. far as... But you know um, what? Let's give our friends on the north side a lot of love because they're good yeah, community folks in, in Callahan too. Double A bottle yeah, of gas. Yeah, double A. Yeah, know. they've carried. And, they actually. Uh, I've purchased a lot of, over the years from them. I have, yeah. um, they even carried some of my sauce for me. My mm-hmm. mustard sauce. Um, yes, they uh, good people. Yeah, uh, help me out a lot on certain things. Well, yeah. a lot too in the community too. Remember a couple of years ago we had those wildfires that were going on. Oh yeah, that's and right. And Callahan, a, they yeah. did a big fundraiser. Sure did for uh, you know to for first responders, firefighters, everybody who in, in the community who pitched in. They did a huge right turnout. Yeah, for that. Yeah. and they're they're real nice people to deal with. And you know what? No questions too stupid for them. I mean, you come in there and you're a total novice. They're going to walk you through it and take good care of you. Oh yeah, that's so, it. they sure are they're you good know, folks. And make sure to support your mom and pops everywhere. Yep, exactly. You know, another thing, obviously, it goes along with these uh, accessories. Uh, nice add-ons is either aluminum foil mm-hmm. or butcher paper, depending right. on what you you know really uh, like to use. Um, and I've used both. I use mm-hmm. both. I use probably more full than anything yeah um, i have used uh depending on what i'm doing especially with brisket and things like that you use the pink butcher paper so it just depends on really what you're yeah what you're doing with it what you you know what you're trying to accomplish really so well, that's why it's always good if you don't have anybody who's a who happens to be a member of a, a restaurant supply place make sure you got a buddy that's a member at costco or uh, <laughs> sam's and say can you look for some can you look for some aluminum foil on you know right and get you'll get a good deal or, or your or your buddy that has a restaurant yeah see i hate hitting you up for <laughs> Hey, you don't have a you don't. Uh, how many times have I walked in here going, "Hey, G, you don't have an extra cooked brisket around here, do you?" I happen to have one that's sliced up for you. Got you. A, you got an extra bowl of Brunswick stew? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, that's another thing we're going to talk about on the sidecar um, uh, podcast at another time. Right. About right. Uh, different restaurants that do different things, kind of as a little special on the side. Right. That'll bring you running. Yeah. Let me tell you, G's Brunswick stew. Oh man! Run, do not walk. Especially right. if I find out about it, I got one of those five-gallon Home Depot buckets, <laughs> and I'm just like, you can just transfer that right over into here, and I'll pull, I'll walk it out to the car. Right. Walk it out to the car. I put right. it on a furniture dolly. Right. All right, we've gone way <laughs> off the path again. Uh, yeah, I know, right? You know, another thing that if you got an area that you're cooking on one of your cookers and you don't have a lot of room, a lot of people don't think about them. If you want to cook a couple other extra meats like chicken. Is rib racks. Mm-hmm. If you want to cook some ribs, but you don't have, you know, ribs take up quite a bit once you lay them out. Right. But if you got a rib rack, you can actually take a couple of your ribs, put them on the rack. They take up minimal space. You may mm-hmm. have to cut them too, and it don't hurt to cut your ribs if you need to. Right. Then you can still cook chicken or anything else, depending on your capacity as well. So I think rib racks is a pretty good addition. Not just one to know. lift it up off the off the straight, right. the regular heat grate, where maybe you got a brisket cooking that's right. taking up the whole grate. Right. But if it's elevated above that and there's still room to the top, you can stand the ribs on their end. Yes. And, exactly and right. Kind of wind them around and cook them that way, and that way everything yeah. that drips off your ribs yeah. goes right to the brisket, right. which which doesn't hurt. <laughs> Another thing is, um, you know, when you if you're cooking a pork butt, for example, a nice things that have them bear claws. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever seen them. Yes. They, they make metal ones, but they also have the plastic ones that you can get. And obviously, you won't burn your hands as bad. You literally take it, pull the bone out if it's cooked right, take your bear claws, and just shred your meat up. I like a kind of a modified pulled chop myself yeah. personally. I don't like it too. I don't stringy. like it where it mushies. I, I, right, you know. right, and I don't like it real stringy either. And, so. and every time here, I've I've always had. It's always been like you said. It's a common. It's somewhere between pulled like with the claws or chopped right. like you would with a you know butcher knife the size of a notebook. Right, that's yeah. exactly right. You know, um, but as far as the other thing, you know, other accessories that kind of complement each other is. Getting back to the moisture thing is if you spray bottle. Yeah. You know, and not just one. Right. If you can find a six pack, because you're going to find that you want to spray different stuff. That's right. But you want to keep the bottle dedicated to whether it's orange juice or apple juice. Right. Right. Cider. Yeah. Apple cider vinegar. Right. um, Or you want to make up a a batch of something else for a particular meat that you're cooking. So, Mm -hmm. and you know what else I found too? Sauce bottles. Yes. You know, so yep. not yep. only you can you can always have them right there at hand, but you can also use them to serve with too. Right, right, and and go along with that is like drip pans. You got a lot of small small pans. <laughs> that's that's another good reason to have a friend that's got a Costco or a Sam's Club membership, or in this case, happens to own a barbecue restaurant. Got any right. pans? He's like, brother, do I have pans? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know how many that was. That's, that was quite. But a few I mean, that's things, a good start, though. You know? um, yeah, it's a there good start. There isn't one thing on there that I haven't, at some point, outside of the basics that I did start off with, had to sit there and go, "Dang it, I need to get more of these." And I find myself when I roll into Costco, right, and I'll buy two or three of those ten packs of pans. Exactly. And guess what? You're going to use them. Yeah, you know, another in line with the pans is if you like. And, and I know a lot of folks like to especially grill or vegetables. Mm-hmm. So you ever seen the stainless steel baskets? Yes. They're for grilling. Yeah. You know, where you do your vegetables and um, cooking. They got, they got seafood baskets, too. Seafood baskets, exactly. You can clamp exactly. a fish fillet or whatever you want yeah. in there You know, yep. that might still be bone in or whatever, you know. Right. And, and use it for scallops. There's yep. a pan. Yep. It's, it's the size of a regular cooking skillet. Right. But it's got holes through it. Right. So if you're grilling that, if you're cooking it over an open fire... It gets a little bit of the flame on the on the seafood, but at the same time, it doesn't stick. That's right. So that's that works right. out. So that's a pretty good starting. That's yeah. a pretty good shopping list. Yeah, that's a very good shopping list. Uh, like I said, obviously, not including you already have a cooker, the wood, charcoal pellets, that, mm-hmm. that thing. These are just accessories that that obviously you're going to need whether you grill or smoke cooking. Doesn't matter. And you know what? I'll throw another one in there. And I just happen to have one. I have, <laughs> usually have a couple at, around the house just just because. It's it's a portable table, a folding oh. table mm. that you can use outside as your as your cook surface. Not necessarily for Gotta cutting and everything, but it. just to have everything spread out. It's right there in front of you. Yep. You can have your foil, you can have your sauces, you can have your sprays. Keep your thermometer there, keep your gloves there, and keep everything you know kind of right there. Kind of do it perpendicular to where the grills at. Whatever is most e- yep. easiest for you yep. Yep. as far as a convenient workspace. And, and especially here in Florida, probably one of the most important. Is have some kind of awning or cover. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> or if you ain't cooking in the garage, right? <laughs> when I moved here from Maryland back shortly after the disturbance between the states, um, I one of the everybody says, you got a pop up. I said, yeah, that's kind of a personal question to ask for a new fella, isn't it? And I, now it, have a pop up canopy, right? Because you know, there's you can find them everywhere. Yes. I mean, you're not covering up the Ringling yep. Brothers Circus. No, I, you're just you just want to put something over it in case there's rain. Yep, and it'll keep a little. Let's face it. Sometimes in Florida, when it rains sideways, you can short a building a house. Oh man, you're you're not going to get away from it. Let but me tell you, just to cover you up from a passing shower. I've been through quite a few 
pop-ups mm-hmm. and i still got quite a few but over the years i mean t- i'll tell you a real quick story it's kind of funny actually we're doing a, a co- competition cook in, in bradford and um over in stark and that's when i told you it was very very cold that weekend yeah we come out it was it turned on let me tell you well we were sitting there cooking me and johnny and i and the guys next to us had a nice tent canopy with the with the walls around it mm-hmm. the wind got so bad <laughs> I- let me tell you something. I know where this is going. Brother, they were all standing there. I don't know if they were drinking coffee, whatever. The wind lifted like a, almost like a gust of a tornado come up and put it about 90 feet up into a pine yeah. tree. They were just all standing there looking at each other. Yes. And, and folks, that's where, they, that's where the old saying, high as a Georgia pine, comes from. <laughs> Now you know. Now you That's know. That's one of those G's barbecue fun facts, isn't it? We, when I was when I was working at WAPE years and years ago, uh, was I born? My, maybe in that long. <laughs> uh, my my uh, my buddy Hoyle Dempsey was doing a, a oh, car yeah. dealer remote from down at the avenues for right. King's Crown Ford. They're not in business anymore, so I can do all the advertising. Really and uh, you know, it was in the afternoon, summertime, so you know what's going to happen. And, oh, man. And, and bless his Thunderstorm. heart, Hoyle Dempsey might have been 135 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> so this storm comes up, and I'm just there as an observer. I wasn't any part of the promotions department or anything. This storm come up and took the radio station tent. Wow. And the promotions guys had already had run for cut. Not Hoyle. He- Hoyle Dempsey is old school. Hoyle Dempsey is rock solid. I'm going to save the shit. And he hung up to that tent, and I swear to God, if the wind got two or three miles an hour stronger, that man would have been across Phillips Highway and down by the car dealer. <laughs> Before it was said and done. Oh, Hoyle. Yeah, oh, man. Good old Hoyle. He's up in uh, Tacoa, Georgia is that, now. Is that where he's at? Yeah, he's he's oh he's living large is as he? well. He shouldn't. He's still as much for character as he used wow. to be. Wow. Wow. We just we just kind of forget. Love you, gosh. brother. It's always good to yeah. always good to bring your names up and bring some Hoyle Dempsey yeah. stories up. And if you Hoyle, if you happen to see this and you wonder how you can keep those old Hoyle Dempsey <laughs> stories off of Facebook, don't take some money, brother. <laughs> That is just between us. Right. But, it, you know, we, we've covered a lot of ground and not a lot of time today. But it's always good to have that shopping list. Yeah. And, and ha- you know, and another one, if you're out there shopping, maybe you're working on that year-round Father's Day gift list. Yeah. Have a nice chair to sit in. Oh, Because you're, ooh, you're you know, you're going to be looking around because, yeah. yes, there's a lot of time when you can sit and shoot the stuff and, you know. That's one of the best ones. Drink your uh, drink your ice cold Modelo or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> From Long Island. Sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> that's where, you know where he gets his from. It ain't from back in the kitchen. Um, oh, my yeah, gosh. But, uh, you, you know, have something that's comfortable to sit in. Right. Because you're going to be sitting there chit-chatting and oh, yeah. having a good, you know, if you're doing it right. Right. Or you can just go back inside and watch Turner Classic Movies. Right. You know, and set your timer. It'll let you know when to go back out and check on everything. Yep. But, you yep. know, go out and be a part of it. Because part of the part of the barbecue family and part of the experience of barbecue is fellowship. Yes. And hanging around. And a lot of people say fellowship. That ain't nothing but sitting back That's and drinking a beer. That's my favorite part. Yeah. That's well, it should be. Part. The fellowship, you the know, camaraderie. And then you get 35 right. or 40 people coming over and right. peeking on a roast when you're looking at it. Like, right. Get away from here. Right. You get it when it's finished. That's my best part. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, make sure, you know, make sure now you got your shopping list and everything. That's perfect. The uh, top 10 smoker and barbecue um, 
uh, stuff to get your game going. And, and you know, too, Steve, uh, yeah, we're doing a podcast, and we're, that's the first time we're doing Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how well that's being perceived because I, I can't really hear. I can hear right. us really well. But let these folks know that any of the stuff that we talk about here, they're more welcome to stop by. Absolutely. I'll be glad to talk to them. And if you want. I'm not the know-all, end-all, but I can probably know enough to scare you. Oh, or get you in trouble. So, yeah. So, I'll be glad to, you know, uh, go farther with that and stuff, too. I remember at one point I asked you how to do something, and Popo come down the road, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) and you can run a lot faster than I can. If you have any questions, you know what, you enjoy the, uh, whether or not you're enjoying our Facebook Live or the podcast, you can always message G right. at G Slow Smoke yep. Barbecue, yep. you know, and maybe you come up with a great thing for us to talk about, too, sure. because Be obviously to. you can't go on too long on Facebook, right? you know, and we try to keep our podcast short out of respect for the fact that you got jobs, right. you got families, right. you got stuff to do. Right. One of them is hopefully going out and cooking some barbecue. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, make sure... You check it out wherever you get your podcast. BBQ and A, Pitmaster Gary Park. My name is Steve Sutton. Make sure you check us out there and visit Gary on Facebook. G Slow Smoked Barbecue. Putting Florida barbecue on the map. Are you going to say goodbye to everybody? I got to say goodbye to everybody. Everybody on Facebook has been looking at these terrible mugs. (laughs) We'll catch you next time. Remember, BBQ and A, putting Florida barbecue on the map. Y'all be good.